Hey guys, it's time for a PB&J. PB&J sandwich? No, it's a podcast. Oh! Silly. Hey, what's up everybody? My name's Patrick. I'm Bryce. I'm Jordan. And welcome to episode... 85. ...of the PB&J podcast. Welcome to the show. Um, that's right. We actually made it to 85. We did um, it. Yeah, we did it, Mom. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, welcome to the show. It is just me and uh, uh, Bryce today. Um, Easy the, It's the peanut and the butter. Um, yeah. Some might say that's a dry sandwich, but you know. Just I would get a just, glass of milk. Yeah, I would just say, go ahead and stop get your a glass whining, of milk millennials. And stop fucking complaining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> millennials stop, kill the milk industry. Stop complaining, my people. What? <laughs> I mean, that's the joke, anyway. Like, yeah, it is. The millennials joke. get blamed for fucking everything. It's well, like, actually, it's funny that you say that because we're going to get into something that has to do with millennials, uh, and has to do with some. Some nonsense, some millennial nonsense. Um, also, we have some cool stuff coming from Bryce. Some stuff actually everybody has asked for more than one time. It's fucking weird. Um, yeah. But they love it. I'm going to admit I love it too. Uh, so second half, little surprisey surprise from Bryce. Um it's just going to be me rambling like a madman. But it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's really, it really is okay. I mean, dude. I mean, you just remember, you guys, when you're listening to it and going, what the fuck? You asked for this. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, so, I, uh, oh, I got my Christmas tree this week. Nice. It, I, mean, I might yeah, actually get one this year. You should, man. Get in the spirit. Oh. Um, I want my house to smell like pine. It, yeah, right. Get some pine salt, bro. Uh, and then accidentally drink it and think that it's uh, apple juice. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everybody does it. Everybody at least does once. It. it. Yeah. Probably Especially only kindergartners. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit of Facebook news there for you. <laughs> um, You're welcome. But, uh, but yeah, I got my tree. And, and I got to tell you, every fucking year, something goes wrong with getting the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Every fucking year. Um you see, we had this is going to be a great episode. Oh, Michael! By the way, uh, Michael's in our chat as usual, yep, yep. Uh, and he is excited for the um, for the second half. The second half, he really is. He's when I said everyone, I meant him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of our of, of our five, he was the one who's just like, hey, yeah, he won't do he won't the thing, stop. Please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so every year though, something goes wrong. Now we. We tend to get a large Christmas tree, um, but like we always do it wrong. So remember, remember I told you guys uh, last week if you listen to that or or listen back to it. If you haven't listened to it, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, um, I moved all my living room around. I had the whole fiasco with the data cable uh, because my wife wanted to move the living room from one side to the other. Okay, right. As if that wasn't <laughs> if that that wasn't bad enough. There was more to it uh, once we got the Christmas fucking tree. Um, I will say last year was a bit of a fiasco, just getting the tree, getting it on the car. It was very heavy. It was horrible. Uh, The year before that, when we got our Christmas tree, we tried to put it in front of the window, 
and it mm-hmm. was so tall that the angel that sits on it was just kind of sideways because she couldn't go down any further. Okay. Uh, without uh, you know, because the tree was too tall. Yeah. So yeah, th- yeah. this year, it's like the before we even go to the um, uh, before we even go to the fucking tree place. We actually went to Lowe's. Um, we're like, okay, so we want the tree here. Let's not get too big of a tree. So we go to Lowe's with the kids, mm-hmm. and we're looking at trees. We're looking at trees. And, um, man, I, the tree that we ended up getting um, <laughs> is uh, fucking gigantic. <laughs> it's so big, in fact, could not go in front of the window. It had to go in a completely different spot in the living room, which, annoyingly enough, made mm-hmm. move, moving the whole living room around pointless. I was so I was so frustrated. The tree, when I tell you it was too tall, Bryce, I had <clears> to <throat> cut a solid, I don't know, seven inches off the bottom of the tree. Jesus, dude. <laughs> it's got to be, like, at its base, it's got to be, like, four and a half feet wide. It's going to be able to drink. Well, yeah, you know, you, you cut deep enough that yeah. <laughs> it's going to be able to drink. Um, and every fucking year, I got to say, I completely forget what um, what the, the, the having a Christmas tree is like. Um, it's a mess. And and really, and what what I really mean by that, right, is that just slightly nudging the tree causes fucking tree shit to go sap everywhere pine needles everywhere i mean so many pine needles like i vacuum so we had to bring the tree outside okay Mm. to the patio to cut the base off of it um i have a pretty large vacuum cleaner the amount of pine needles that came off the tree <clears throat> filled the vacuum cleaner canister one and a half times. <laughs> Fuck that. Yes. I have a cat, and, and you do too. Yeah. Um, but I have a cat, so the moment I put a tree in here, my cat's going to try and get in it because cats, cats see that shit and they're just like, it's Christmas for me. There's like bobbles everywhere. That, that, that It's just like our toys. Why, this is for me. This is a giant toy for me. And my cat will try and climb in that shit, attack the ornaments, all that shit. And then the tree will just bukkake my floor with pine needles. I am not about that life. I do want the pine needles. I don't think it could be a bukkake, though, because the tree can't have any feeling towards you as it's doing it. Mm. You know. Because you have to angrily. It has to, like, the the bukkake has to come from anger. I don't know if it has to come from anger. I mean, maybe originally. Because bukkake was originally a punishment. Yeah. Um, it was a, a, a community punishment to where if uh, a woman did certain crimes, her, her punishment would be bukkake. That's just facts, which is just such a weird a weird idea it's... of a punishment. Like, yeah, you, you did a crime. All right, sit there. Yeah. All right, village elders, start cranking it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so fucking weird. Um, but I guess, you know, dude, sap... Uh, so I had to like lift the tree from the bottom because uh, my wife couldn't get it out of the thing, which is fine. It was heavy yeah. and big, you know. I had sap I'm on the back boys, of my whatever. head. I had sap in my ear. 
It was on my like I have furry man arms. Yeah. I couldn't I had to just resort to yanking chunks out. Oh god. To that's get the, the worst. dude, it hurts so bad to get yeah. the fucking uh, uh sap <laughs> off my fucking arm. To uh, be fair though, you did did just discover a new hair removal product that we could totally market. Yeah. Like okay. So picture Fresh this. Fresh as pine needles. We we lather your head in sap. Mm-hmm. Right, let it kind of semi dry, and then just yank that shit off. See, know? most people would say, "Hey, that already exists in the form of waxing." However, yeah. wax does not make sapping, you though. smell like um, pine. pine fresh. You are an air freshener. Yeah. At that point. In fact, for a small fresh extra fee, fresh. for a small mm-hmm. extra fee, after we sap your head, we'll polish it with pine saw. We cracked the code. I'm telling you. How many uh, million dollar ideas have we had now? Oh, uh, dude. I think like five. So many. Uh, the problem is is that we keep talking about them on the show. Um, so This is an original idea. Please don't steal. Thank yeah, you. This, by, is a, this is an original idea. By listening idea to the PB&J podcast, you signed a non-disclosure agreement. Please <laughs> do not share any of our million dollar ideas. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, or else. Um, yeah. Our lawyers will be in contact with your lawyer. Yes, the lawyers we don't have yet, but don't worry, we're working on it. It's Luna uh, in a little in a little lawyer suit. Yeah, it's, she's so it's, adorable that they're just like, oh, oh here's a million dollars. Yeah, well, right. she does we the she does the fucking thing from um, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, the, the little. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so it's Bryce's cat uh, in a lawyer suit who goes. Hoo. Yep, and, and then immediately they're just like they win. Yes, but we haven't even talked about it. They win. Well, I mean, even the defense attorney for the person that we're suing is just we like, give up. Uh, we give up. We can't. I can't fight that. We can't fight that. What, My eyes I mean, don't get nearly get? as large and cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Christmas tree. It's all decorated now. It's pretty awesome. I keep making the mistake every year of putting a mm. train around the bottom of the tree. A train? Yeah, we have a train. It goes around the tree. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a privileged white person, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, so the, fu- <laughs> <laughs> so the fucking, um, uh, cats though, they like essentially walk to the train. They're like, it just, yeah, they're just, <laughs> just like fucking knocking over, uh, and it just falls over or I'll hit the little button to make it go around this tracks and it'll like get stuck on the back on a pine needle or something uh, yeah hold, i'll tell you about pine needles in a second. Actually, I, I didn't mean to go on this train tangent, but the fucking, a uh, train would be stuck. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'll like pull it out from the tree. And I'm like, the reason it's stuck is because it got stuck on the wall. The reason it got stuck on the wall is because Chloe decided it was a good idea to take little dolls and stick them through the windows of the train. Oh, so they're and because like of that, they're suddenly out. they're wider. Yeah. yeah, so they're like sticking out. So as it goes around the wall, it's like... It <laughs> is an adorable idea if it wasn't for the space requirements yeah well i mean if somebody would stop getting such big trees this wouldn't be a problem yeah so uh somebody (laughs) assholes uh no so pine needles were so and i'll move on after this i don't want to bore everybody with christmas tree but the other day i'm at work i reach into my pocket Mm. shit you not because the the jeans somehow made it through the wash full of pine needles in the pockets oh my god i pulled out like two small handfuls of pine needles out of my pockets. So pine needles is just the Christmas equivalent of sand. Apparently, is what I'm hearing it just gets everywhere. 
It's it's like the reason like I don't Skywalker's go to the beach. Skywalker's just mad every Christmas. Uh, every Christmas because he's just like it's basically Sam. Yeah. <clears throat> it's oh, it's sad. I hate Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Every time it's I do that voice, it sounds like a different version of Keanu Reeves. But I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> I am Keanu Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so that was fun. Um. We uh oh, and. In other Christmas news, remember I told you yes. I decorated the house, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I have three little projectors. They sit in my front lawn. <gasps> and they project a little circle onto a spot. And one of them is like a Santa, one of them's like a penguin, and one of them's like something else. Um, That's really cool. When it rains, they stop working until the next day. Are they not waterproof? <clears throat> Apparently, they're not waterproof. <laughs> that is what why would anyone sell a projector in florida for that that isn't waterproof hold on why would you sell let's let's go ahead and take florida out of the out of the equation, of the equation okay why would you sell something that's not able to withstand basic elements yeah for an outdoor projector i have no idea that is stupid super stupid and i'm like what the fuck I, at first i thought that the where it's plugged in must have got wet but i'm like wait a minute Everything else is on right now. Yeah, it's just, just the these just the three devices. projectors. So yeah. apparently, moisture gets in, it kills it. I don't know how it magically starts working the next day. I guess it just dries yeah, out. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Um, but they're working again. But when it rains, the fucking projectors stop projectoring. Um, which I thought was pretty cheese. Now I will say they were cheap. Yeah, they weren't expensive. But seriously. The projector, and now, some people might say, but Patrick, they're probably meant to be inside, projecting inside in from the window. No, no people who are thinking that, because it actually has a spike that goes in the dirt, and instructions. Designed for outside. On how to put it outside. It's literally designed to go outside, um, and apparently if just, it gets wet, it just, just stops working. It's it. Oh. I, I got home from work the other night. I go, and I'm like, oh, what's this? I pick it up. I, like, shake it. I was so mm. angry. Um, but then the next day they were working, which I was happy again. But but seriously, uh, I'm going to figure out the brand name and where I got these from. You'd be like, what the fuck, guys? And we're going to blast them so that we can make sure that none of our listeners ever purchase these. Yeah, until they fix it. Well, yeah, and and honestly, and if they fix it, they can sponsor us, and we'll 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 say, hey, they're good now. Oh we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, five million dollars. I mean, honestly, we'll say anything is good. Like if a company that refines cat poop into some other kind of thing wants us to sponsor, that's just them, efficient. I mean, we'll, that's just efficient. It's just efficient. Take something no one wants, turn it into something Dude, good. Do you know what's not efficient? Um, and I think in the future you're going to have to do a, uh, a movie night on this. But have you seen Ooh. the trailers for this movie called Mortal Engines? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. So the premise, from best I can tell anyway, is these... The, hold on. Wait. Uh, this way pill. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, real quick before I go off on Mortal Engines, Michael from chat has a solution to what the spike on there is actually for. It's not for outside. You're supposed to impale the back of your couch with it, and that's how the projector stays up in your house. Uh, completely uh, solved. Um, I'm doing it wrong, apparently. Yeah. So, so this Mortal Engines... Hashtag probably Patrick. 
for who's at fault. How do you know that was actually a hashtag? I made it. Oh, okay. Uh, You're welcome. I, Trending I on it. Twitter. It, it, oh, that would be honestly look. I'm cool with it if it wants to trend on Twitter. That's fine. But also add a hashtag PB and J behind that. It's okay. Um, yeah. So Mortal Engines. This movie, best I can tell, the premise is some kind <laughs> of. That's It's super dumb, but I I have some more to say. Uh, the premise is some kind of major thing happens, and for some reason, all the major cities are now mobile. Um, and Not only are they mobile, but they're roaming around trying to attack each other and eat each they other. They attack each other to eat each other. By eat, I think it means, you know, steal resources and people yes. and whatever. Um, and these, these, these cities roam around at breakneck speeds, too, okay, mm-hmm. uh, to try to attack each other. And the whole movie is about trying to stop London from getting them or something, um, which I think it's humorous because I'm pretty sure one time we actually said that they don't make um, England the bad guy uh, in movies. So technically, I guess this isn't the country and it's the city of Well, London. I don't know if England's actually the bad guy or if England's the one that's trying that's being eaten. I know that they talked about London moving uh, in the mm-hmm. trailer, but I, I know that this is actually a book series. Jesus, this seriously? Is, this idea came Hold on, from a this book. is a thing. But that the trailer does already. not give any information at all. It's just here's some CGI scenes from the movie. Go watch it. This looks crazy, right? That's the trailer. Yeah, no, it's basically it's, this looks insane. It's so stupid. Um, like there's there's um one of the trailers is just um there's this one character, uh an Asian woman who's just saying you know, when I give the signal, do the thing. And the other one's like, well, what's going to be the signal to be? And she's just, she's just like, you'll know what it is. I'm not that subtle. And then it cuts to her like a boot or like a boot knife coming out of her heel mm-hmm. and her scorpion kicking someone in the head with it. And then it shows the other person running away from a giant city saw that's cutting through the city and like jumping over it and stuff. And the CGI isn't terrible. Oh, I'm sure it's not going to be bad. Fr- this is a yeah, 100% a popcorn flick. There is yeah, this no... is a movie that you just go in and it's like there's no subcontext. This is this is uh just a worse Fury Road, Mad Max Fury Road it f- with like bigger bigger vehicles and bigger stakes, but like so... story-wise is going to be just way worse in so, every way. Uh, uh that pod one of the podcasts I watch um which okay. is uh, uh because science did an episode on is it possible with our current technology and technically because this is supposed to be like steampunk yeah 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 yeah. so they're steam engine style but they're probably they can't be they must be nuclear reactors Uh, well no it's it's going to be nukes but i'm just saying like the when they when you look at the style there's like the steam pipes everywhere i think which doesn't make sense for a nuclear thing it's purely aesthetic but so Unless it's supposed to be cool. These numbers I'm about to spout are probably 100% incorrect. So if you really want the real information on if this is possible or not, go watch Because Science. It's a great YouTube channel. I love it. Um, But anyway, it's uh, off-brand skinny Thor. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, But he does – he explains that the only vehicles that could even work for it right now are the NASA crawlers. It would Mm -hmm. take several hundred of them. To support the weight of a city. Right. Right? Uh, and would burn, like, 
several hundred gallons like a, a minute or some nonsense like that. It would require a whole nother set of rovers to just pull around fuel and shit. Um, it, it's insane. But then the biggest problem is, is in the trailer, they show the thing going past people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And based on scaling, it's doing like Mach 3. So... <laughs> So let's say. So you're not flying off into the distance when you step outside going that fast or something. Just like the wind resistance alone okay, would just tear you apart. But even if it's. <laughs> they, even Let's say they're not really going that fast. Let's say they're going like 40 or 50 miles an hour. That's a constant 50 or 60 mile an hour wind beating on the city. Which has. Which is not an aerodynamic city, by the way. No, any it's means. just a city. It's just a city with like tall ass buildings everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't make. So it's sense. like hurricane force winds constantly, just constantly. So I, I I really don't know. I I haven't read the book. Um, I kind of want to watch the movie first, get all my what the fucks out, read the book, and then do like a comparison, comp- you know, compare and contrast yeah. situation where it's like, this is what they could have done to make it make sense, and this is what they did do, which is why it fucking sucked. Or it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to be like, this is like a sleeper hit. Because the the marketing for it is both genius and idiotic. Uh, It's genius in that they literally give no information outside of, isn't this fucking cool? Yeah, no, they don't. Which makes me curious enough to where I want to watch it just so I can see, like, what are they going to do with this premise? This is such a weird idea. Um, But it's idiotic in that, there's literally nothing other than that factor of I'm curious, so I want to go see that makes me want to see it. There's no names attached to this. There might be. Are, I don't know who there, the, there might be, the but they haven't is. they haven't yeah, shown yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where I have no idea who's in this movie, and I have no idea like really the plot. The only reason why I knew what I knew about it is because I googled it because I was like, what the fuck is this? And I found out about the book series. Um, so that's that's the only reason why I even knew that. The idea was that these cities were trying to eat each other for resources mm-hmm. because they don't say that in the trailer. It just shows cities like pew pewing each other, which is like, what? <laughs> they um, all I know is is that the idea of it seems crazy. I don't think it's really possible. We're gonna have to see the movie to get it. Yeah, um, see if they they explain it away in a way that I can accept. They won't. I'm going to rip that thing to fucking Oh, shreds, no, they're not probably, going to for sure. It's never going to get an explanation. It's going to be a, we're not, the main characters aren't the experts on the city. We don't know why it works. It just does. They're scientists. Yeah. All right. Anyways, fire the cannons. Like, that's that's going to be how that movie goes. They're just All I'm saying is if cities pull up next to each other and start broadside cannoning each other, I'm, I might pee myself laughing. Um, it's going to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I'm down just for that concept of, like, just the idea of seeing these massive cities attack each other and, like, what weapons each city uses. Yeah. Like, do cities yeah. specialize in certain weaponry? You know, like, is London the bad guy and they just use saws for everything because they're just like, like we're going to tear your city Yeah, down yeah. Do they, do they just, like, do they grapple each other? And, and, and hold on. The idea of a giant fucking saw, saw that's able to cut through buildings that can handle 50, 60 mile long is hilarious to me. Yeah, 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 or, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, what is this saw made of? Because that's concrete. If you've ever tried to take a chainsaw to concrete, hold on, it like can't one, be concrete because they're going so fast. It would need. Well, yeah, it, it's not concrete. It's it's so even better. It's a stronger material and more like resilient to kinetic force yeah. material. What the fuck is that saw made out of? 
that it's able to cut through it like butter in this movie. Because in the trailer, it shows her jumping over like this cobblestone style street, mm -hmm. and the saw goes underneath her as she jumps over. Yeah, but it's like and it's just it, it's like an actual city. On, I I don't know. You guys need to go watch the the trailer. I I think that we're gonna have a lot of fun tearing that up when we get to that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I kind of want to change gears a little bit from. I might do like a live tweeting when I watch I, it or something. That would be great. Just to like, maybe we can have a viewing to... party. Maybe we'll do a viewing party. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be maybe. So uh, I want to change gears a little bit. Um, you know, away from uh, at least momentarily away from Christmassy stuff. Um, yeah. And weird tangents uh, on. Um, fucking strange-ass movies that are coming out. I'm so hyped. And I want to, just for a few moments here, uh, I would like to talk about a fucking epidemic. Um, okay. <clears throat> and it is... Call the CDC! <laughs> God, help me. Um, it is... Actually, hold on, I'm being distracted. Uh, the ad on this website we'll is a sweater... <clears throat> that okay. looks like armor like it has like pieces on it that make it look like armor and then like the hoodie is okay. is a knight's mask really yeah, yeah, yeah i'll put a picture of it on the pb and j page um i need to get that that's mine it's well it'll you know then you can that'll be people. the movie night yeah. official oh my just god put that yeah. that's how everyone knows they see the jacket they're like oh it's the episode that would be great <laughs> that would be great so uh Apparently, millennials, mm. I knew we were going to get to it. I told you we were going to get to it. Uh, millennials have been a new, th a, a new thing that, that millennials in general are causing is an extreme rise in the number mm. of witches across the United States. Apparently, millennials, such as ourselves, right. um, me and Bryce tend to disown our, our heritage and less necessary. Uh, sometimes there's things that have to be uh, defended, in which case we will. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, apparently rejecting Christianity. Uh, now, I can actually see this. Um, you know, organized religions, I think, were ingrained in society at one point. Yeah, and uh, I mean that was your your sub community within your community. Exactly, um, exactly. Uh, and you were an outcast if you were not at church every Sunday and whatnot. Yeah. Now, whether it be good or bad, as society has progressed into the newer, you know, younger generations and whatnot, that's not something that we are doing as much. Um, however, apparently, the number of witches in America practicing either Wicca uh, or other spiritual religions. And I know you actually have a connection to this, which is yes, which I we're going to talk about in a second, I think. Um, if, since the 90s, since approximately the mid-90s, there were, and uh, we've seen this rise, apparently recently they've been doing some studies, and this is something that they do, uh, especially like faith-based colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that at least 1.5 million witches across the country at this point. Uh, yeah. They conducted in 1990 an estimated only approximately 8,000 Wiccans in the U.S. Now, this was the year 1990. 
Um, yeah, this is before Charmed took off. I mean, really, and though, right? Practical, the movie Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and, oh, God, why can't I remember their names? The the grandmas in that movie were also really big. Um, but the, there was a series of media, uh, The Coven, um, yeah. a bunch of movies that came out in the 90s that was specifically about uh, witches and painting them in a light where they weren't necessarily an evil entity, mm-hmm. but more of a neutral entity. Because in reality, when it comes to things like Wicca, uh, there's no devil in Wicca. There's no devil worship in Wicca. It's purely just like, it's old school paganism where there are spiritual entities in like trees yeah. and, 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 and it, things like that. It's more about your connection to the earth and the spirits of yeah. of. of you know the earth around you like the the what would be the pentagram mm-hmm. is just the upside down uh five-way star which represents the four elements and you and christianity just turned that upside down and made it the symbol of the beast. well i mean i think that sometime this week we're gonna have a bit of a conversation about christmas that may or may not make some people mad and we're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna talk about if this doesn't <laughs> yeah if this doesn't that, completely that turn you off no wonder we don't get new subscribers uh no if this doesn't entirely turn you off don't worry there's more uh, <laughs> 100%. uh so essentially um they're saying that with 1.5 million uh, po- uh, uh potential practicing witches and i wonder mm-hmm. if witches is a derogatory term technically Oh, I mean, it has a negative connotation, but they also like take it onto themselves. So technically, they've reclaimed it, if you will. They're saying that this is more followers than the 1.4 million mainline members of the Presbyterian Church. Which, granted, is just one subdivision of, uh, you know, Christian-based religion, but it's still that's huge because that because Presbyterian Church is. A fairly large church in America. No, oh, right? it is, though. It, it is. And now what they're saying is they're saying this data that they're looking at is showing that pre-Christian traditions uh, are mm-hmm. being revitalized by young adults. Uh, millennials in general or young people uh, are seeking more freedom in their spirituality. Uh, yep. There's more interest in astrology um which and, and like tarot cards and things like that. Now, I will say I... I am one to believe that we are just here, and I've made that clear uh, myself. Yeah. Uh, whether or not there's a such thing as spirits and ghosts or God or gods, I, I mean, that's there may or may not be. I mean, who who really knows? But um, the, the younger generations have chosen to dis- to to believe in the old stuff, you know. And I think a lot of that though kind of comes from knowing knowledge now like we're giving 100 percent. we're giving with knowledge. the internet because back in the day in order to be wiccan one you had to find an occult bookstore because that knowledge was not online the internet wasn't really a thing for a while and when it was a thing it, it didn't become like this massive source of knowledge like google wasn't a thing so it was hard to find what you wanted and to make sure it was accurate um, so you had to have an occult bookstore, which I mean would mean you'd need to be in a major uh, city population, mm-hmm. which already is taking away from the key demographic of people who want to reconnect with nature, a giant city. Um, and it's one of those things where um, in like smaller towns and stuff like that, 
even if there was an occult bookstore, people would look at you weird if you were going to yeah. it because then you're like, you know, a devil worshiper. In their okay, eyes. but there's not not only that kind of information, right? But there's also the stuff like, for example, knowing what the stars would have looked like on certain days uh, yes. at certain times in history or knowing now that most, and again, I, I'm not bashing on anyone's religion at all. I, I want to make that clear. Knowing that, uh, and this is common knowledge, that most Christian-based holidays or religious-based holidays in general, it doesn't technically have to be Christian, overtook, overtook. A, a festival or yeah. a uh, a belief of the original pagans. Yeah, and, and the reasoning behind it <laughs> like was... Like Easter happened to have uh, a similar time as the... The, the fertility festivals. Yeah, which of, is actually where, and, and not for nothing, and, and again, I don't want to blow this too much from. now, but a lot yeah. of our symbolism that we use right now has nothing to do with the religion that you think it does, and you're currently probably practicing some pagan... Um, if you eat a chocolate bunny uh, around Easter, that's, that's pagan-based. That's from the fertility festival that was taken now, over. Now... Apparently, because like Jesus didn't like sit there on the cross and then get revived, and then when he came up, he's just like, "I'm gonna make chocolate bunnies to represent my return." It was purely just the chocolate totems were, or the you know the the bunny totems were symbol of fertility because rabbits fuck like rabbits, and that's where it came from. We just kind of integrated it to make it easier. Yes, and and now I will say that again, if much like anything, if you're using this to find like your way or whatever, feel whole. I get that. Mm -hmm. When you start to say things like we're hexing these people or we're doing, like, during the whole, and again, regardless of your thoughts, uh, that whole thing with um, Kavanaugh, right, happened? Oh, yeah. There were witches hexing him nonstop. Um, And even, even apparently famous people were jumping in on that. It's it's an odd thing because uh, my knowledge of Wicca comes from the fact that my mother was a Wiccan, um, and it's one of those things where um, I grew up with someone who was doing research and figuring things out for herself, um, and she did it specifically because she found a lot of things that uh, was represented in Christianity was actually originally like pagan that was taken over by Christianity to make it more competitive. And she wanted to find out the origins of it and kind of, and so she, she became Wiccan. And it's one of those things where what's interesting to me about people who actively engage in like hexing and stuff is one of the principles of Wicca specifically is that uh, karma is a huge aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And what energies you put out like negative or positive come back threefold. So if you, engage in a hex you're actually asking for doom and like negative things to happen yourself. to you yeah yeah so like it's just interesting to me that these people are are so willing to do that <laughs> for for <laughs> for that whole situation no, it, it really is though i mean just just saying how it's supposed to work or whatnot right doing that i think mm-hmm. which means that either they it, it, it either means that they're saying that it's so horrible that they're, that they're willing to, to, risk to risk it, them getting fucked to fuck him, or they're just being, you know, silly. They're they're trying to use this power that they perceive um, to cause harm, 
which in, in yeah. my eyes is trying to militarize a religion which yeah. <laughs> uh, is not something that's happened for a very very long time at least in a whole 3 months yeah well Easy. i mean at least in uh, <laughs> at least in where we live countries like ours unfortunately religion is militarized across the planet in many locations unfortunately there are there are sects that are militarized in america but it's not it's not like the common yeah it, it's it's uncommon yeah. and weird when you see it happening in in like your neighborhood or something yeah um oh, so yeah. now i will say that apparently and according to this they're saying that despite the rise um you know the christianity community does not uh perceive any threat which i'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably not true um, I would say that there are people within it that perceive it as a threat and perceive it as like some sort of moral failing of the country mm-hmm. and are praying for these people. But I think the religion, the religious leaders themselves yeah. see it for what it is, which is they're not going to do anything. This isn't this isn't the situation. We know a lot more because they know more about Wicca, too, now to where they see it and they're like, we realize there may not actually be a devil there. They're worshiping false idols or whatever, and they'll get God's wrath. Yeah. But in Christianity, you're supposed to just kind of like look away, turn the problem other cheek is, is that's not how only uh, God can judge them. But on the baseline, when you have a one to one basis, the people who follow the religion, they don't have that that frame of mind. It's much more of a burn the witch. Oh, it is, <laughs> which is a scary thought, or at the very least, ostracized. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, Burn the Witch in 2018 probably be, like, bully them on the internet or something. Um, Yeah, you know, tell them they're going to go to hell in their inbox. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Apparently, though, more than 22% of Americans uh, list themselves as unaffiliated with religion. Mm -hmm. Now, I would be interested to see, um, because, you know, let's say in the 90s, early 2000s, and, and especially before that, if you were right. if you were asked what religion you were, even if you weren't a practicing Christian, you probably said Christian. I mean, yeah, because it's the easy answer that doesn't get you judged. Exactly. Now, though, people don't care about being judged about that kind of stuff. So now we have people yeah. that are like, um, nothing, I guess. You know, so yeah. they're saying 22% of Americans list themselves un- un- unaffiliated. I would be interested to see what that 22%... Dude, fucking 22% is a large number. It is. It is, especially for a country that is infamous for having a struggle with separating church and state, despite being like designed to separate them and having this religious freedom. It still struggles with not having a theocracy. I mean, the problem is, is a lot of our um, existing laws and rules and whatnot were based off of um, moral religious moral dogma thoughts, right? That yeah. came from their religion at the time and. The sad part about it, like is, prohibition, yeah. and, and and you know what the fucked uh, up part is bans on pornography. In my case, <laughs> or in my in my thought, I think that when they said separate, I think that they meant religious leaders can't <clears throat> make government decisions. Is kind of what I think they were getting at. I do think that all religions yeah. should be removed from government, though. I think it has no place there. Oh, I agree because it's one of those things where it automatically makes you biased towards members of your of your group. Yeah, um, it's just factual there's there's no other way to see that because when you have a religious belief it means that you believe it to the point where you think you should convert others to your train of thought to save them when you have that kind of thought process no matter what there's going to be a little bias which is rough but um it's it's difficult because you can have religion in your personal time and still be a government official Mm -hmm. it's just 
making sure there's checks and balances to keep that you know status quo is good and honestly another point i want to bring up because i i started to but then i forgot to like finish the thought um is that a big reason why um there's been a rise in this is there's a lot of popular media showing uh which is since the 90s there's a lot of popular media that came out that showed witches as more neutral or even good characters in in them i mean the harry potter series is an explosion of hey we're not dicks we're actually good people um and we're trying to kill you know evil hitler uh and keep you safe as well as ourselves and sure we're not perfect we still have racism against people who are born of muggle blood and you know all this stuff but we we are still there are good people in our society uh charmed showed three sisters who each week had a different evil that they 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 defeated with the help of an angel Uh, they had an angel that oversaw them and actually ended up marrying one of them and having well i think it was i I think that they did a really good job and i think it was if we're honest i think it helped with their viewership but i think that they tied it all into one thing like they tied it in they're like look there this is god there's angels there's also magical and witches are also witches are a good force there could be bad ones you know what i mean like and and we have good ones that beat the shit out of them and also defeat demons, yeah. and it's it, it is true that they make it to where um, they they did tie it to where God is one of the forces that the witches are uh, associated mm-hmm. with, and while they may not necessarily agree with whatever's going on with it, because you know they would argue with Leo about oh, all stuff, the time, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but it's still it's still something to where we changed our perception of them to the point where now it's accepted in society that. There can be good witches. You can have your kid go to Harry Potter land and, you know, be inducted into witchcraft and wizardry and it being a fun thing rather than we're all going to hell, burn down universe. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean that that I I don't think so. Like, let's say before Harry Potter was a thing that couldn't have flown. Not and and a lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, because the Harry Potter IP. I I don't think so. I, I think that. I don't think that it would be a situation where it couldn't have flown. I think it might have slowed down, and it wouldn't have been as big of a thing because Harry Potter was just such a big yeah, force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards towards showing people this this potential other uh, side. I, and again, it. I don't think it's the I don't think it's the the series specifically. Um, I don't know. I I think that you're right. It probably would would have continued. I I just think in my head, people are so silly with their thoughts about shit, but. Um, the oh, bottom line is... I mean, I, I knew people who couldn't play Pokemon because uh, their parents thought that it was about collecting demons and that the monsters were demons. Like, the Pikachu was just Satan in their eyes, and well, hold, you're not hold supposed on, to collect though. and train demons. I'm pretty sure I shared this meme <laughs> with you. Essentially, it's a mom saying, Happy birthday, here's a rat, and hands the kid a rat. And she's like, and then yeah. she, and then the next cutscene is she's like, go travel the world and fight strangers. Yeah, in the go woods. travel the world and fight strangers <laughs> in the woods. And she's like, and don't return until you've explored the entire continent. And then it shows the kid yep. walking out the door, holding the rat in his hand, all the all like super and he's all determined. determined. And there, and, and, and then it goes to a slide that's just like basically the yeah, plot which which really <laughs> is. It's like happy birthday, son. It's here's a here's a fuck. You're yeah. ten. Here's an animal. Go fight strangers. Exactly. Go out explore. And, but you know what? The way I see it, Pokemon has such a great society 
Um, granted, it's based entirely off a of dogfighting economy, which is fucked in its own yeah. right. But it's one of those things where, like, in that society, morally, it's not corrupt. So we'll kind of gloss over that for now. Well, I think um, that eventually we're going to do a teardown of Pokemon in general. So. Oh, oh, one billion percent. I, I have ammo yeah. for that for days. But um, in this universe, um, parents feel comfortable enough to let their 10-year-old child go out into the world without feeling like they're going to be murdered or well, raped. Well, I mean, there's also the idea like, that how his good mom may or may not, um, or his dad may or may not be Mr. Mime. So, I mean... You know, <laughs> all I'm saying is, is there some... There are a lot of jokes about that, for sure. And then there's the people who think it's that. Professor Oak, and I I can't even. <laughs> but my whole, my whole thing um, is that either it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate uh, argument for give everyone a yeah. gun. <laughs> because everyone has these creatures that can use the forces of nature to the point where they could destroy a city with one creature that they have in yeah, a, but their unrealistically, pocket. So you don't want to fuck with anybody because they can defend themselves. Unrealistically, they don't really do that that often, though. And if they do, yeah. it's like yeah, an yeah, accident it, or fucking somebody's fucking with this Pokemon that they shouldn't be. In general, it's a weird-ass yeah. thing. Uh, the main point, though, that I'm making here is millennials in general are ruining the planet. There, I said it. I'm just kidding. Hashtag planet yeah, hashtag ruined, planet I guess. Ruined. Uh, no, it, it's um, it, it's a weird predicament, I think, that it puts younger people in. And I think that we're going to be, and I, we've said this before, blamed technically our fault, but not actually maliciously our fault for doing something. Like, the world is changing. We think differently. Yeah. I have technology. I just got this cool Google Hub thing. It's in my living room or in my kitchen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, show me a recipe for such and such. And it's like, which one? I'm like, that one. And it's like, okay. Yeah, that one has five stars and uh, 10,000 likes as opposed to that one was just four stars and 2,000 likes. Obviously, 10,000 people liking it that much, it's the better recipe. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, and I can... I don't have to and buy it'll a give me uh, uh, direction step by step. It's all voice control, and it linked in with my other Google stuff. It's... I... Yeah. Like, my house right now, if the CIA wanted to, to tap me, they can hear every room in my house. All I have to do is just say, hey, Google. <laughs> and they know everything. Hey, so, Google, tell me what he did. What's his calendar this week? And it's like, your calendar this week is... No, it's all voice uh, recognition. We'll you there. you can ask it what my calendar is. It won't tell you. Only, it'll only... Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, like, it knows the difference between all of us. But it will let me turn off your lights when you're on the phone. It will, <laughs> frustratingly enough. Because those... Okay. So my there's general shit. commands, and then there's account and personal specific commands. Gotcha. So if it's, if it's saved to the Google account... Then yes. it's voice recognized. Otherwise, general commands anyone. Okay, that's cool. And it, and it knows I like who that. I am. And when I ask it who I am, it says, you are the captain. And I'm like, fucking right I am. <gasps> <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I honestly, like I said, I, I do I agree that millennials are uh, uh, ruining Christianity? No. Do I do I no. think that the data is probably correct that due to more spiritually free people they are looking into other uh, options or alternative, alternative religions, religions and they have the information to do to pursue yes, that yes because thought. welcome to the fucking internet yeah. yo yeah welcome to the internet because before you learned your religion from your your pastor your Sunday school and that's just all you had access to so you just believed yeah. it like your parents would bring you to whatever their prescribed religion was and then you followed it just out of not having access to alternative information. And now you have access to this plethora of alternative information, and some of it is contradictory within its own 
situation where this group of people believe this about Christianity and this people group of people believe this about mm-hmm. Christianity and they're all under the same overarching religion but they contradict each other to where people are like I got to figure this shit out for myself and do my own research because holy shit everything I knew is a lie yeah which is <laughs> which is where we are with the you know information age um I think that we yes. are at break time I think that uh, we're gonna take a quick break I need to go Yeah, pay exactly. Um, I need a new soda or whatever. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Um, I am going to actually try something real quick with our live stream. So hang on here. Wow. I'm a- and before we break everything. Yay. yay. No, um, and, and just so everybody knows, the episode might be a little bit delayed being uploaded. Um, okay, so we'll... Our audio engineer is a busy yeah, and we understand. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, to- we're working with new schedule changes, and we're 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 figuring out how to make things more consistent. Yeah, with and them. you know, and we know um, that you guys like when we are uh, consistent. We could tell it in the downloads. So, um, yes, thank you. You know, thanks for that. Uh, but let me see if if this works. We should. Let's see. We probably should have tried this on break because now all the audio listeners are waiting for us to do something they can't see. Uh, well, we'll know more in in about two seconds. Worst comes to worst, I we'll mean, just put a note. I'm in watching for the, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he won't, but you know, he'll be like, "No, it's good content." Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Let's just go to break. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back from break. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us there, if you were there. Uh, whether you're catching it um, later or whether you're catching it live. Um, yeah, if you didn't just skip over the break, thank you. If you did skip over it, that's fine, too. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we the break is more of a, it's more for us, really. But it really, that's okay. <laughs> it, really, it really is more for us because not for nothing, talking for an hour is hard. It, you it can be. You wouldn't think it is. If we're but it, it, it's something where it can it can get a little rough. Sometimes you need a drink and you realize you ran out of it ten minutes into the show, like me. Um. Oh yeah, I well I do that. I'll slam a can of soda. Uh, yeah. We'll be fifteen minutes in. Uh, we'll and then I have to pee twenty minutes in. Yeah, and like so it, the, I'm, I'll sit like this, 100%. bouncing up and down on my chair. Um, you're like, Mars is full of lizard people. Okay, go on to break, bye. <laughs> Mars is full of lizard people, bye. Uh, <laughs> I'm back, I didn't make it. Anyway, my seat's now full of wet people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Conspiracy, the government made me do it. The government did make you do it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, 
as promised, we are here for the second half of the show. We have oh, Jesus. We have a uh, little Brycey Bryce moment coming. Uh, something yeah. that again, um, all of one person keeps asking for. Uh, <laughs> which is one fifth of our viewership. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, out of the five people. Yeah. So that's 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 still a pretty big vote in my book. In your um, book, yeah. So um, Bryce, I, I mean, I'm still here. I'm obviously have a lot to say, but uh, yeah. dude, I read some. But of right the now you're just strapping shit. in to be along. Yeah, for the no, ride. seriously, I'm strapping in because I read some of the fucking shit you said, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm gonna start off with a quick little mini because this is like a double feature of the movie night. Um, because I actually ended up watching a movie that was movie night. Do you remember when we were not too lazy to put the intro in? That was like two episodes, and then every other one was just like, yeah. (laughs) I think we lost the intro. Yeah, Uh, no, we did. It's not. We never saved it. We're geniuses. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) We're really, we're really good at this. Um, I fucking, I have this thing where, um. It's kind of like when you know the 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 Bernstein Bears thing, where when you try and remember something, and then it's like alternate universe. Yeah, I, I can't remember the term. Uh, Mandela um, effect. Yeah, the Mandela yeah. effect. So Bernstein um, Bears. I remembered seeing part of a movie, and I had no idea what it was, and I couldn't find it for years because it was like a fever dream when I was a kid of this okay. like thing, and I didn't even want to watch it. And I didn't watch all of it. It was just kind of a weird thing that just kind of stuck out in my mind. Because it was like, I remember Randy Quaid being in something batshit crazy where he's like a, a circus carny. Oh, that's his uh, life. That's Randy Quaid. Well, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you just said. That's his life in general. But I remembered it being like a specific film. And I couldn't remember what it was. And I mm. couldn't find it. And no one ever heard of it. I found it uh, recently. And really? the reason why I never found it is because it ends up. That this is a movie that had a uh, budget of about eleven million dollars, right? Okay, which is a small budget. Well, in in nineteen ninety three, so it's a bigger budget for that time period, but it's still fairly small. Um, Yeah, but that's 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 pretty large. I mean, what would you equal that to as far as equal budgets in today's money, like current? Oh God, Uh, I wouldn't know the exact one for one. I would estimate maybe fifty million. Okay, maybe it could be more than that. I'm I'm really not sure. But um, I think it's like five times. But um, anyways, this movie's called Freaked, and it had a budget of eleven million dollars. It made thirty thousand dollars at the box office. That's it. What? It flopped so insanely hard, and it has this all-star cast. It has Brooke Shields in her heyday. It has Mr. T. Holy shit. It has. Um, Does he pity Alex the Zuckerman. fool? He pities the fool. Oh, good. Um, it has Alex Zuckerman, who was a child actor that wasn't really big, but was in some classic '90s kids movies that you know people respect. Okay. Uh, like Blank Check, and um, I love that movie. Blank Check is great. It's such a good movie. Um, he was also in Hook. Um, he was one of the um, the Lost Boys in Hook. Uh, he didn't do as um, good there, but whatever. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those things where he, he, you know, he was a child actor. And he actually is one of the big, like, he acts with, like, I would say borderline, like, Jim Carrey levels of craziness uh, in this movie. So this kid actor, like, carried a portion of the film by being this character. And it's just insane. But uh, it has all these people. It has Randy fucking Quaid uh, before he ran off and escaped the country for being, like, 
<laughs> being a criminal. Yeah. Um, no and shit. being a wanted man. And uh, the biggest kicker is um, the lead character uh, for this movie um, is uh, uh, Ted from Bill and Ted. And Keanu Reeves is also in it. I'm trying to remember Keanu. what his name is. What the hell is that guy's name Keanu. in real life? I am Keanu Dracula. I am Keanu. <laughs> yeah. But um, basically the idea behind this movie is that um, there's this conglomerate, an evil corporate conglomerate known as ESS. Or EES. Okay. Everything except shoes. And they're trying to hire Everything a new uh, uh, public figure. Okay. Right? Um, and so they hired this actor who's famous uh, at the time. It's not disclosed why he's famous other than he's just famous. Okay. And they're like, we want you to be the new face, and you're going to specifically sell uh, this this fertilizer in Central America, and it's called Zygrote 24. And the character's just like, isn't that, like, illegal? And they're like, only in the U.S. and, like, Europe. Um, <laughs> and it's because it's, like, this very toxic, crazy shit they offer him five million dollars. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do it." I mean, for five million. Let's talk I mean, realistically here. Would you, for five million, be like, "You know what? Sold. You're right." Uh, I mean, considering what this stuff actually is, probably not. But I, uh, yeah, in okay, his but shoes you didn't, and not knowing, you didn't see the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, I'd consider it at the very least. But um, this movie uh, basically takes them there. There's some protesters outside who are protesting the Zygrote 24. Um, the main character looks at one of the female protesters. And he's like, I want to smash. So he dresses smash. himself up as a injured person okay. with crutches. And his best friend character is there. Um, and he hands the crutches over to the best friend. He's like, give me back my crutches, you monster. And then he falls over in front of these protesters. And then one of the, the female protesters is like, oh, my God, are you okay? And he's just like, my pain is nothing in comparison to the pain that Zygro 24 causes and all this stuff. And she's just like, oh, my name is this. And uh, she's like, we're going to go protest this over here. And he's like, well, why don't we drive together? And it turns into like a mini road trip movie for like two minutes. Okay. Where they're on the road and he's still dressed up the way he is. She starts talking shit about the actor. And then he reveals himself in his fury because he's just like, what the fuck you mean? I'm the greatest actor you ever saw. Do you ever see improv like this? And he rips it off and reveals that it's him um, to very little like effect or anything. Um, so the movie's going along and she's complaining to him. And she's basically saying, you know, Zygro 24 is this evil thing mm -hmm. and it can cause mutations and all this <clears throat> stuff. And, you know, it can make – and then he sees a sign for manworm. So he's just reading off the sign. He goes, manworm? She's like, yeah, it can create a manworm. Um, you know, it's, it's just this bad stuff. And he's like, cowboy? And it shows, like, a cowboy hybrid. Um, and she's just like, yeah, <laughs> but that'd be stupid. Wait, stop. A cowboy? Yes. Okay, continue. I yeah. just want to make no, sure no. – we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And so <laughs> – um, you know, he just keeps seeing these signs. And it's like Simpsons sketches before the Simpsons did it even for some of these jokes, okay. which is just insane to me. Um, and so, you know, he's saying all this stuff. She's like, this is stupid. You're, you're ignoring me. You know, you're creating all these things. You know, just shut up and understand it's bad because she doesn't realize that he's been reading off these signs that they're passing. And then she looks over and she's like, ooh, a freak show. Let's check it out, which is the only pull for this movie. There's no reason why everything happens outside of she saw a sign. She's like, let's do this thing. And so they go into this swamp and Woody, the woodpecker noises are playing 
and the three stooges nyuk nyuk nyuks are playing Wait, like, with these uh-huh, animal uh-huh, sounds uh-huh, in the background. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. And it's all these because it starts off with like a lion's roar uh-huh. and then like these birds okay. and all this stuff, and then it goes to Woody the woodpecker and the nyuk nyuk nyuks of the three stooges and all this stuff, and then they finally make it to Freakland. It's so weird. Which. <laughs> the shot for Freakland – no, this movie's like a fever dream, 100%. Okay. But the shot for Freakland is very reminiscent of Jurassic Park where it has the giant overarching door and then it opens up and then flames shoot out and stuff. Um, but it almost does it better because it does this over-the-view shot of the actual park and it just looks fucking insane. There's a giant Randy Quaid statue with a head spinning. What? And Yes. And uh, some tents and an outhouse and all this stuff. So they go in. They decide to see the freak show. Randy Quaid comes out and he's just like, I got a special view for you guys. Because we, you know, the show's not on right now. But because you're here and because you're famous, I got a special viewing for you in my shed. So they go into the shed. And it ends up that Randy Quaid actually makes the freaks. And he does. He uses iGroat24 to make them. So he fuses the uh, feminist lady uh you know uh protester with the best friend character who by the way the best friend character this entire movie has been a really weird dick so far so like uh on the plane he pulled a uh he put a fake hand where his like outside of his dick and he's just like i was just asking for a handshake from a woman who's running away from him and that is there for most the first half of the movie it's just in his pants still he never takes it out there's just a hand coming out where his dick is. Um, wait, 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 wait. The whole time? For for the first half of the movie, yeah. Up until he gets fused together. So he's like this sexist, like, weird dude. And then she's like this feminist protester who has the Che Guevara, you know, barrette and all that shit. Um, okay. And so the, he fuses them together. Okay. Um, and they are most of the slapstick of this movie because they're punching each other. And all kinds of weird shit throughout the film. When one says something weird, the other one, like, hits them, and it turns into this whole thing. It's fucking weird. Um, and then it turns the main character into this, like, half-goblin, half-gremlin-looking thing. Um, and then you meet the other freaks. And Keanu Reeves Keanu. is the leader of the freaks. And he's Dog Boy. And when you... When, essentially... Uh, <laughs> what the how, fuck? How we get to this <laughs> hold point... Hold on. I don't think I've ever seen this. No one has seen this movie, but you can on YouTube. To, so you guys know I'm not lying. It, it, just Google, uh, go on YouTube and type in Freaked Full Movie, mm-hmm. and you'll see in Spanish Freaked Full Movie. That's the one I watched because uh, it's not this weird zoomed-in version. Um, and that is the only way to u- view it as of now. It's not on any streaming service. It's either that or purchase a VHS copy off eBay. The only options you got. Um <laughs> And so when he goes into this, uh, for one, Randy Quaid throws him into this outhouse. And it's just an outhouse, like, you know, your standard outhouse. He opens the door and throws the guy in, and it's like the TARDIS where it's huge in the inside. Okay. And the guy turns around and he's like, great, use of space. And this is like a very 90s joke. There was a guy back then whose name escapes me who had a bunch of books on how to efficiently use your space and improve your home. And so Randy Quaid is like, yeah, I learned it from that guy. And the guy came out and he's like, actually, if you buy my book, I could teach you how to do this. And then Randy Quaid hits him. Um, It's like, what in the fuck am I watching the entire time? So anyways, back to Ortiz, the dog boy, who's played by Keanu Reeves. Um, Ortiz, the dog boy, huh? Yes. And so uh, the main character is just like, 
how many of you freaks are there? And then Ortiz is like, first, I have a question for you. And he sits him down on this podium and he's just like, who was uh, the uh, main female lead in The Exorcist 2? And he was just like, what are you talking about? He's just like, let's find out if they know. And then it does a celebrity squares bit. We're inside this outhouse made out of wood and LED lights. All the freaks are in celebrity squares. And he asks one of them, all right, what did you think? And uh, the worm guy, who, the human worm, uh, who's just a guy who looks like a human worm, uh, he says a specific uh, actress. And the guy's like, this is insane. You know, uh, what? what is going on? Also, he's wrong. It's Linda Blair. And then it's like, it's Linda Blair. You're right. Circle takes the square. And then it lights up to all of them. Circle and takes the square. It's this, like this fucking insane, like, who thought of this in the middle of this movie? And it's how they introduce all the different freaks. There's Nosy, a character who everyone absolutely hates in the, in the universe of this, uh, of this movie. Okay. Who's just a giant nose. Um, there is uh, Sockhead. Who's a man who has a sock puppet for a head. Um, and one of my favorite reveals about that is that at one point the sock comes off w- during the freak show. Okay. And it's just a hand under there. And a nun stands up and just starts screaming, it's a fraud. There's a hand under there. Um, that's so what she the was. Fact that, that's the yeah, part. That's, that... that's her problem with it is that it's not actually a sock head. It's a hand head. Not the fact that that's still a fucking like, okay. what the fuck? No, nah, this is a fraud. What do you make sense? Like. It's, the whole movie's just batshit insane. Um, it's not even really worth going over the whole plot. The whole idea behind it is the freaks work together and learn you know, to overcome their differences and stuff. But there's just a few key things I'm going to point out real quick, and then I'll get into the other thing. Okay. Um, uh, favorite moments. One, Mr. T's character in this is the bearded lady. No. Um, and essentially... Uh, all of the freaks give their backstory on how they got turned into freaks. And Mr. T's was he rolled in with a semi truck because he's a truck driver. Uh, he shakes Randy Quaid's hand. Randy Quaid le- leans over to him and whispers to him, you know, you'd be better without a dick. And then uh, Mr. T kind of like gets in a fighting pose. And then Randy Quaid's like, whoa, 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 you can what? keep the beard. Yeah. Randy Quaid's <laughs> like, you'd be better without you'd a dick. You'd be better without a dick is what he says to him. That's the direct line. And then Mr. T gets in a fighting pose. And then Randy Quaid's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can keep the beard. And then Mr. T's like, his hands go to his side. And he goes, you know what? And then he hugs Randy Quaid. So, I mean, and hold then, on. Were they implying that um, he would be okay with? With, with the, I mean, yeah, well, it, it's a situation where um, as long as he got to keep the beard, yeah, he was okay with it. And then it cuts to him, and he's just like, and that's when I realized that, you know, I like being a woman, and this is me, and I like who, and I like me. And, like, he's, like, the sweetest character in this whole thing. Like, uh, there's a talent show portion of the freak show where all he's doing is someone's hair, and he's just explaining to the audience, and it's a bunch of burly men. And, and stuff like that. And they're writing notes on it like, huh. And they're like checking each other's beards and stuff to like take these tips that he's giving where he's just like, if your hair is like hers, you might want to try this because it'll bring out these features for you and stuff like that. And remember, it's your hair. Go crazy with it and just have fun. And it's just like this whole bit of just like these burly men like, oh, yeah, this is what I could do with my hair. Interesting. Um, okay. And uh, one of my favorite freaks in the whole thing is when they're doing these flashbacks, it just zooms in on this hammer that's on the ground. 
And then it shows the character's face like, what? And then it zooms back in the, on the hammer and it shows a flashback of Randy Quaid picking up a wrench and being like, <laughs> and then dumping it in a cup of Zygote, uh, Zygote 24. And then out comes the hammer. And then it zooms back out to the hammer. And then the freaks are like, yeah, man, that's rough. And they're all like crying and stuff. Okay. Basically, he turned a, a wrench into a hammer, and that's 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 its mutant. Um, the only reason so why wait, I wait, that wait, up, wait, hold on. Let, if you if a wrench gets mm-hmm. a mutation, it turns into a hammer. Well, he controls the mutation. Oh, so he can he, he can control. It so it's not random. He has a machine okay. that uh, okay. programs the Zygote twenty four to create whatever he wants. Um. And uh, the only reason why I bring up the hammer bit specifically is because at one point, all the freaks are trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And the main character ha- tried to escape by beating up a milkman that came out there and then dressing in his costume and trying to escape. But he got captured by the Rastafari's, which the eyes of the rotating statue roll out of the mouth and carry machine guns. And they're just Rastafarian eyeballs. <laughs> they're like... Don't move, man, or you get shot, man. No. Come on, we're going over here. Like, it's just, like, ridiculous. This whole movie's fucking insane. Um, so he gets captured. He comes back, and then all the other freaks somehow got Milkman costumes as well. And they're like, damn it. 12 Milkmen is feasible. 13 is insane. Now no one will believe that we're, you know, that we're Milkmen. Um, get your own way to escape. And so, <laughs> but what I love is they put a little Milkman costume on the hammer. Because he's there having him escape with them. And it's this whole thing. And at one point, the leader of the freaks and the main character, are, they're doing like a knife fight. Okay. Because, um, you know, the leader of the freaks is like, you can't go out that way. There's Rastafarian eyes with machine guns. We can't do Rastafarian that. Rastafarian so eyes. Into th- and are they eyes? Like actual? They're eyeballs. Okay. They're eyeballs. Okay. And their mouths are the iris. It's fucking weird. Um, so they're having a knife fight. And Randy Quaid looks outside. And he's just like, that's a lot of milkmen. And it's just like, oh, shit, it was too many. It's just like, they're all on the same route. No wonder they fight. Like, what the fuck is this movie? No wonder. So No wonder they fight. It's worth watching just so you can be like, what the fuck did I just watch? Um, so I'm not going to get into it anymore. I've already spent more time than I planned on just to talk about it, just because there was more to unpack, I guess, in my mind than I thought. But it's just, check out the movie. It's fucking... It has hilarious moments, and it does some Simpsons jokes before Simpsons did them. Awesome. Which is amazing to me. But um, I'm going to stop with that one there, and I'm going to get into the main feature. Dude, real quick, that did sound like a fever dream and like utter uh, nonsense. Um, Yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm pretty sold. I, I, and, and what was it called? Because I want to look it up, because I... It's called Freaked. Like, F R E A K E D, and it's a 1993 film directed by uh, Tom Stern and Alex Winter. And Alex Winter, he is he's he's Freaklandia. Um, and uh, Alex Winter is the main character. Full movie, seven years ago. Someone posted it up. An hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's it's a fairly short movie. It's a quick, just like turn off your brain and be like what the fuck am i watching and it has some funny moments don't get me well, wrong, i just still, i saved it um yeah, i'll be definitely watch it when you get i'll a be chance fucking checking it out for sure <laughs> yeah but um so anyways uh the main feature of the night the thing i actually intended to talk about 
is um, I've noticed recently um, a lot of people have been posting up articles about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And it makes me sad because I wanted to do Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and then everyone else started doing it. So now my hipster side is just like, man, I wanted to do it. Now everyone else is doing mm-hmm. it. No, it's not as cool. But I'm still going to fucking do it because fuck it. That movie's fucking terrifying uh, with the implications. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Everyone's seen. What's funny, though, is I don't, I don't think a lot of your implications are the same as what the internet thinks. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that that is where we differ between me and those articles. Because in those articles, it's more of a, well, this movie is you know, got some bad messages or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it does. And I, and I touch on that. Also, did you ever notice that Hermie, the elf who wants to be a dentist, is the only <laughs> elf that has hair that's visible from outside his cap? It's the blonde yeah. hair. And also is the only elf without elf ears. So the elf ears thing, apparently I must have forgot about. The hair, though, I just assumed he was bad at brushing his hair. I mean, it's definitely possible that he's bad at brushing his hair. But... The reason why I think he's bad at brushing his hair is because he was never taught to brush his hair because in elf society, uh, that might not be a thing because I think he's a human. And I think the reason why he wants to be a dentist is because he's not an elf infatuated with toys. He's 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 the only one so with human ears. Wouldn't he like grow bigger than everyone? Well, we don't actually know how old Hermie is. For all we know, he's still a child and he's just next to the other people. I mean, he definitely acts childlike, okay. which, I mean, granted, in elf society, that's kind of a, a feature of being an elf. Um, like, he plays with toys. He, he made pretend uh, on the dolls for his dentist practice. He's like, oh, we're going to have to work on this. Um, so either someone abandoned him and Santa took him back and just decided to use him as slave labor. Um, or he's just full on a kidnapping victim a la Krampus. Um so that's just a weird thing I noticed. So you uh, think that <clears throat> he was kidnapped for an unknown reason? We d- we're n- we don't know the reason. He was kidnapped, or 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 he was abandoned and potentially saved. But Santa doesn't know how to treat people well because uh, Santa in this movie is a fucking massive dick. Yeah. Um, the entire film, um, the elves they work on a song in reverence of Santa. So you know it's this whole thing about how great he is and, you know, how wonderful he is. And Santa just squirms in his chair like a fucking toddler uh, who's bored and wants to watch Paw Patrol and just keeps, like, squirming and the entire song. And then they're like, hey, you know, what'd you think of the song, Santa? And he's just like, eh, it needs work. And he just fucking leaves. He just fucks right off. He's just gone. Um, So it's the equivalent of you as a child making this beautiful thing you know your, your, your crayon drawing of a house in the family and you're just like daddy daddy look i made it for you can we put it on the fridge it's just like boy you don't know nothing about color schemes and and the capture of the essence of life f and he throws it away and shits on yes it. um <laughs> like that's basically santa not only that but santa goes to the birth of the new reindeer right uh he goes to rudolph's birth immediately after he was born um, he sees Rudolph's nose, and he literally says, I hope you can fix that, because otherwise he won't be able to be on the sleigh team. Which, what is the implication there? Like, what do you mean by fix that? 
these reindeer aren't doctors, so it's not like he's, he's play- like, does he want them to just chop the nose off or, like, abort um, this child, like, leave it out in the woods? Like, what is he implying with that? Um, also, why can't he be on the sleigh team just because he has a red nose? There's nothing that implies that it affects his flying. Well, but uh, it, 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 it might not affect his flying, but mm-hmm. it, he, I think that this uh-huh. story in general uh, comes from a time when that was accepted. If you were not the jock, for example, you're not going to be on the football team. Right. No, I agree. It's definitely from that time. And it's absolutely fucked. I think because this was this was this was a time of uh, not only that, but it was it was around that this movie came out around the time of desegregation. So it's one of those situations where I think that it more shows that eventually I think that the moral is, is no matter what or no matter how different you are or whatever, you can still be whatever you want. Unfortunately, they have completely different. Unfortunately, they have to make they they have to make Sans out to be a dick, um, which he is kind of a dick. Oh, he's definitely a dick, and uh, it's one of those things where his dickatry isn't even like all that big because uh, (laughs) that that, that isn't (laughs) even like the top of his dickatry because he um, he bursts into a song about how great he is at the birth. That's when he sings the whole. uh, Chris Kringle song, and it's just him singing about how awesome he is, uh, which is just fucking weird. Um, and everyone sees deformity, or 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 uh, it's everyone in this universe sees this deformity as as, as something fucked or weird. Uh, like Stad, why why does your pressured. nose glow? Like right. Um, and it is to the point where Rudolph Stad feeling pressured and worried that his son can't fit into a society um, oh, at large. Wait. I just had horses Rudolph. Do you think that there is like a pit somewhere where they throw all the other reindeers with glowy noses? I honestly <laughs> think that there is a pit somewhere, and it was Spartan okay, rules continue. in this society. Continue. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, Rudolph's dad, feeling pressured and worried that his son can't fit into society at large, forces Rudolph to wear coal on his nose, making it hard for Rudolph to breathe. And Rudolph even states his discomfort and, and uh, that he's fine with his regular nose. He's just like, I don't want to wear this. I'm fine with my red nose. And Papa comes back with the there's something more uh, there's something worth more than comfort self respect and he punches the coal right back on him like it's a full blown like rear back and uh, mm-hmm. right onto Rudolph's nose which he learns um, his lesson too in the end I mean sure which we'll get into that lesson and why it's problematic but um, you cut to Rudolph meeting the other kids with the coal of shame. The coal of shame. Um, and, yeah. Jesus. And, you know, he's making friends. He's hitting on ladies. There's that doe who's all like, mm, you're cute. Um, and it's like this whole thing. And he gets excited because she called him cute. And he actually s- takes off and starts flying. And he's the first in this in this group to do so. And everyone's like, wow, he's really good. He's a natural at this. And the coach is even like, holy shit. And when he lands, he's like, I did it. I did it. And in his excitement. His false nose somehow pops off, Okay. which doesn't make sense because nothing touched it, and nothing about his glowing nose implies that it has some sort of pressure effect. Uh, I mean, it has. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think that it, it it's an implication that it must have some kind of power behind it. I mean, it was. Well, it definitely has some sort of power, but it, it doesn't show anything as kinetic power. But there is a high pitched, like, screeching sound whenever it lights up, and it starts playing, and then the coal <laughs> shoots off his nose. And then 
the adult coach immediately pulls the kids away from him. Like he screams, he's like, ah, and he immediately pulls all the kids away from him behind him. Um, calls him a freak. And then he says that, uh, he's not allowed to come back to what is essentially the only education for reindeer. Um, all due to him having a glowing nose. He even goes so far to say as no doe of mine will be with a red nosed reindeer, which is like, holy shit, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? He's just a kid with a red nose. Why is this such a big deal to you people? Well, you know, uh, maybe like he's, there's, he's actively afraid. There of could it. be some lore that we're unaware of. Like maybe millennia ago was the last time there was red nosed reindeer and he was a real dick and murdered people. I mean, that's possible, but I feel like someone would have brought it up at some point rather than just being like, that red nose is weird. Back up. Like, the parents would have had a scene where they're like, hey, the reason why everyone's freaked out is because of this, and that's why we have to hide it. No, they're just like, you're a freak, and you should be ashamed. Hide it so you can have some self-respect, which is just like, holy shit. Um, So even Santa joins in in chastising uh, Rudolph and his father because Santa walks over to his dad and says, you should be ashamed of yourself. And it's a shame, too, because his, la- his takeoff was good, and he walks yeah, away. Well, he tells, so he tells the that dad he should be ashamed. that how dare you even produce this fucking freak show. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you should be ashamed that you created this monster. And didn't immediately throw it was- in the pit. Exactly. Yeah. That's the implication this I'm getting. This is Sparta. Because it's not, you should be ashamed for hiding his nose and not letting him be himself. And all of you should be ashamed, let's accept Rudolph. It's it's a shame because his takeoff is pretty good. Now he's useless because you hit his defect and didn't just kill him. You should be ashamed for not killing him. You know him. what's funny, though, Which is, is like, that fuck. Wa- like watching Chloe right, or Skylar when she was younger watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed mm-hmm. Reindeer, they strongly pick up on and are like, oh, that's really messed up. I would never do that to somebody, which, which yeah. you know, is is um, good. I guess I don't have psycho kids, uh, but yeah, that that is good. And usually, that would be the catalyst for trying to give a message of we all should get along. But nobody learns their fucking lesson in this, and and I'll get into that too. But anyway, so the characters all meet up, and it's this whole thing. They they go on this mini adventure. They uh, are escaping this monster, so they get on a, a, a raft made of ice, and they end up on the island of Misfit Toys, Yes. Which is essentially a prison for toys that don't belong anywhere. They're taken by Moonracer, the character that nobody remembers from this movie because he's only in it for like a minute. But holy shit, he's <clears throat> fucking awesome. He is a f- stone-cold pimp. He is a lion with a crown with wings named Moonracer. <laughs> He's so cool. And he travels the world every day, just like how Santa does it on one day. Proof that Moon Racer's better than Santa. Um, and he, he travels the world every day in order to find these toys that have been uh, abandoned or what have you. Um, and so far, uh, what this movie has taught us is that if you have a disability, you should be fixed or imprisoned on an island where you get to do nothing but sing about how fucking worthless you are. Um, And the system of selection for who ends up on this island doesn't even work because Moonracer Mm -hmm. takes a dolly for Sue, um, which is the dolly in there that everyone's like, why is dolly even there? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because she doesn't have any obvious defects. Um, It ends up in her backstory, she wasn't abandoned. She was misplaced while Sue was moving. And Moonracer doesn't wait to see if they find the doll 
or realize that it's missing and go back for her. He just pops in and takes her. So he, he's just like, all right, you're abandoned. So bye. he is also a bit psycho. At the very least, he is, he has a specific idea of what you know what this disenfranchised group of people are experiencing, and he thinks he knows the correct solution. So he's going to enact it with speed. And it's not a perfect system. He's doing his best, but he's not. It's not because of a power thing. It's more of a, I really want to help you, so I'm going to help you now. And good intentions are paved. You know, the the, the road to hell is uh, paved with good intentions. Um, but a dolly for Sue. I actually found out what her issue was that made her. What was it? It ends up on 2007. In 2007, on NPR. Arthur uh, Rankin Jr., the producer for Rudolph, stated that Dolly had depression and essentially thought she was unlovable. And that's why she was there. Fucking yikes. Like, what? She is depressed and thinks she's unlovable, which are not traits of a doll. So that's why she's there. Which is just batshit insane. Um, And ultimately, you know, we all know how the movie ends. Uh, everyone see, suddenly sees the value in Rudolph and celebrate him because the value his nose provides because he's able to save Christmas or whatever. Um, but it's only because it has value. Okay. They were going to keep him disowned and unloved forever, if not for the fact that it benefited Santa directly. And what's even crazier is that if, uh, if they never needed him, if the storm never came, that they decided, you know what, that freak's fucking nose might be useful for this. Let's make him the head of the sleigh, and all right, maybe some people with disabilities have value as long as they're able to, you know, produce for the for the whole. <laughs> um, like, if they didn't need him, and he ended up still being abandoned and out, in, out on the fucking woods with a weird prospector, um, the universe would have fucking ended. The entire universe would have been destroyed. And what I mean by that is there is a lesser known sequel to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. And that sequel is Rudolph's Shiny New Year. I've seen this. Uh, I've seen this too. Infinitely. Infinitely more (laughs) insane. In it, there's a uh, a cosmically powerful vulture called Eon the Terrible. And his curse is that he's set to disintegrate on january 1st um so he decides this 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 terrible fucking vulture decides that in order to stop the new year from coming and to stop his own death he's gonna kidnap uh happy which is the baby new year um and 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 that's how he's gonna stop his death the new year can't come if the if the baby's not there so um, he goes off to do that. The good news is, is Happy's hiding out in the um, archipelago of last year's, uh, which is essentially like a paradise uh, for 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 creatures of, of cosmic origins. It's kind of like Hawaii mashed up with time travel. Um, and for some reason, Rudolph is the one that gets sent to, to bring him back. Um which is insane to me because Santa knows when you're awake. He knows when you're asleep. He knows when you've been bad or good. He's a being with omnipotence when it comes to children. Uh, okay, but sure. So he should know where Baby New Year is. He should know where <clears throat> Baby New Year is. And why the fuck can't he pick up the baby himself? He has the ability to travel around the entire world in one day. 
So the technology or the magic is well, there for him to quickly no, just nip in, grab this baby, and maybe. Uh, and again, from multiple time or from multiple uh, sources, we know that his powers are very limited when it is not near. Or well, I guess he might have some residual umph left, being that it's. That, that's my thinking. It's because November for or November first. Uh, it, it's like six or seven days after yeah. Christmas that this movie takes place. I mean, if so it was I, February, I, I guess, or, or or June. At the very least, why is he sending Rudolph as opposed to one of his, you know, key? Because slave at some members? point, the, the reindeers he's going to have to be fly. able to see something with his nose. I mean, sure. I honestly think it's because all right, your value has been taken. Uh, <clears throat> the chances of another storm like this occurring are pretty slim since I've lived millennia uh doing christmas and i've never had a problem to where the storm stopped me and now that i know that it could i'm gonna make a light that a reindeer up front can wear so you're expendable freak go out and fight this cosmic vulture like that's how i see it is that rundoff is expendable and that's why he's sent he's the expendable okay. um yeah oh great movie um and so rudolph is sent off um and you know the reject has been given uh, value and purpose again. Uh, needless to say, Rudolph succeeds, and the you know, and the flow of time continues mm-hmm. unabated. But if he never came back, it's pretty clear we'd all be spending an ageless eternity on December thirty first, ruled over by a giant yes. vulture. Um, so ultimately, movies are fucked. Give them a watch again. Sometime. Uh, yeah, no, because uh, so a lot of those uh, things, and and I I see you know where they they came from. It definitely shows its age in many aspects. The oh, fact yeah. that the fact well. that they they treat him this way. But I will tell you from a parenting perspective, honestly, the movies do teach the way that they, they were being treated is not a no bueno. That that's that's what right. it teaches. From like, but it's purely through the child's empathy that they learn that it's not from this shouldn't happen on a societal level. It's more of a this is gonna happen and it's fucked. You shouldn't let it. Yeah, happen but you don't. You person. don't obtain that yeah. until you're older, and you could like line up your beliefs with with how that movie is. Much like we're doing for people right now, um, telling yeah. them, listen, uh, this is a horrible story. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 got its flaws. I still think it's a fun Christmas romp. I still enjoy it. Yeah, but you know, I, I mean, there's other watch. movies that I mean, like uh, Frosty the Snowman. Like that whole thing is super fucked. Well, not only is it super fucked because we're dealing with sentience, which holy shit, and a hat that grants uh-huh. sentience. Like, but also, the magician wasn't wrong. That was his hat. Yeah, he didn't lose ownership of it because he didn't throw it in the trash. He insulted it and threw it, but it's still his hat. So when everyone's like, uh, it's not your hat, it's Frosty's hat, it it really isn't. Yeah. Granted, with a new life being born from this hat and everything that's going on, and with this sentience, it, it calls into a completely different question, but they just treat it because it's a, you know, it's a kid's movie, so they simplify mm-hmm. things and they make it just ownership and ownership's nine tenths. Yeah, they say <laughs> nonsense like that in that movie too. Yeah, which it's no, not, it's that's really not how that not. works. Um, <clears throat> in all reality, uh, Frosty being a sentient being would either require that the government intervene and have him destroyed or researched or something similar. Also, if not that, 
he could be the property of the magician but, because the and and you know what's his. funny though is it's not even those like old school movies that are that way and I'm so sorry we just destroyed your Rudolph but um, these things these things have to be fucking known <laughs> um, but it's like people are gonna hate me for saying this the elf the movie the elf elves should have their own pit yeah. Yeah, uh, out of chat, Michael asked, do elves have their own pits too? Talking about when we were saying Spartan Spartan. rules for Rudolph, um, I would say yes, they do. Um, That's why they all look the same. Except for the one, and the reason why he wasn't tossed in a pit is because he was never an elf. He He was was either saved um, or kidnapped. Maybe there's an issue with uh, extreme inbreeding and they need to introduce humans. Also, it takes a long time to become a dentist. And he has not had access to, like, dental books. He's just, like, play pretend. And they just let him open up a practice, which, holy shit, that's going to be awful. Oh, yeah. Because he's immediately going after his boss. The first thing he does is, like, oh, you got cavities, which is this is the boss that he Mm -hmm. hates. So I'm thinking it's more of a, a hostile scene where he fucking ties him down. He's like, this is going to hurt, but it's for your better health. And he's like, I don't know anything about dentistry, so do your work. And then he's just like, it's for all those years. That yeah, right. I was going to say, cut, and just cut, starts ripping fucking cut teeth scene out. to a movie that's actually in October. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, honestly, even newer movies are like like Elf, right? The movie Elf or the Elf. Yeah. I, I mean, think about that. You This is an abandoned kid that you raised yeah. as an elf and waited for him to be a full fucking grown adult bef- to be like hey by b- the way to, to ever explain anything to him in order for him to not notice he either had to be incredibly stupid which he's not we they we see that in the movie or you had to lie yeah. to him his entire yes. life um <clears throat> and basically just make him think that he's just an elf with the special and not only that, but the cool. fucked up thing is, is obviously they raised the they raised him poorly. And the reason I say that is because yes. they make him out to be all goofy and whatnot because he's an elf, right? I just did air quotes for the audio version um, <laughs> because yeah. he's an elf. But we see other elves acting like normal fucking people. Not only are they acting like normal people, and they all just kind of accept that he's mm-hmm. the weirdo because they all just kind of give knowing looks to each other and they just kind of deal yeah. with the shit. Also, they don't know anything about raising a human, and it's apparent because they give him the diet of elves, which, how he doesn't have diabetes and he's not oh, dead already, how he I don't didn't understand. die because from malnutrition. Eats, yeah, not only malnutrition, but he specifically states that he got a whole, like, 40 minutes sleep, so he got a good rest last night. So he's on the sleep schedule of the elves as well. He hasn't slept right for years. He has brain no. damage. That's why he's the way he is, because he has... Lack of sleep to the point of No fucking of brain, brain damage. damage. So you know what? While the older movies like Rudolph, for example, are obviously born from their fucking time. Yeah, they have messages I from think, their time for sure. I think what the... R- we haven't come out of the fucked up. No, we haven't. But I, th- I think that the real moral here, all Christmas movies are fucking horrible. They're all... Because we End talked scene. about the Santa Claus. And oh my... Don't... Don't... <laughs> Don't Listen, get me started go again. back to December of last year if you're listening to this. Yeah, I, I go ham <laughs> and on fucking the Santa listen Claus to movies. it because that it's it's not it's not okay what happens in that movie. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. I love that movie. Don't get me wrong, I love that movie, but no, it's fucking. I love all insane. of these movies. I, I honestly, uh, you know, the first half of the show I rambled, and more than one show now I've rambled about Christmas stuff 
and getting our tree and decorating yeah. and whatnot. We love Christmas. We really do. And I'm all in when it comes to it. But Christmas movies in general are um, just not cool, bro. And that's that's the moral yeah. of today's show. In fact, I think that the uh, the name of today's show is this too long brought to you by Jesus. We went long. <laughs> yeah, it's, long no, it's I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, I think today the name of today's show uh, is going to be. So, I don't know something along the lines of uh, Christmas movies are no good, bro. Ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say. I would say that that we, we fucking, fucking nailed it. it. Much like, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't finish that. No, don't, don't finish, finish it. that. <laughs> Christmas time. Don't think about anything specific with uh, nails. All right, y'all. Shit, nailed it. Uh, See you. Um, bye. I guess I will attempt to plug us. Yeah, plug us. Though. Um. Uh, so obviously. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Um, if you're here on YouTube yes. right now, and this is how you found us, thank you. Check us out uh, anywhere that you get a podcast: Google Play, iTunes, doesn't matter. Um, or more importantly, our website: pb the letter nj dot com. Uh, you can see all of our episodes there, and we link that in every every show note. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, everywhere you go, though, whether it be YouTube, whether it be Google Play Music, whatever, PB, the letter NJ podcast, uh, you, you'll know it's us because you'll either see the crossbones sandwich or you'll see uh, the <laughs> sandwich grabbing its butt and seductively looking at you. One of my favorites. Um, we know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, also, uh, check us out on Facebook. Uh, again, PB, the letter NJ on Facebook. Um, we're pretty much, uh, we're there at least once a week, uh, cause we record once a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, ch- check out our backlog of shows. I mean, honestly, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, no joke. We joke about our five listeners, but so many of you have started listening. So many of you are listening after the fact, going back and watching, uh, vi- we actually have people watching videos now, which is creeping me out. Well, yeah, that's really yeah cool. for realsies. Um, <laughs> and now, and honestly, I, I, and me and me and Bryce talked about this today. We've noticed a surge of people that tend to listen to older shows. Um, yeah, we're, we're sorry. sorry uh, we for get that. better. Yeah, quality is. Uh, I air quotes again. Better now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We uh, love you all. Um, and yeah.